El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I used to write a bunch of weekly columns for a bunch of internet places. I would use those columns to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then I would come on this show to defend those opinions. But now I don't do anything ever. Joining me today, he is my co-host on this podcast. He's also my co-host on a fantastic podcast called You Don't Even Like Sports. And if you're not listening to that, hey, we're not cool. Ladies and gentlemen, Jeff May. Also joining me, he is a music producer who does a bunch of the intros for the podcast you hear on this network. He's also my co-host on a fantastic podcast called Pod 6, a podcast about the film Spike Lee. You should be listening to that too. Ladies and gentlemen, Sliceberg Slim. It's going to be a great show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. Jeff, stop it. Introduce yourself. Hey, it's me, Adam Todd Brown, and I hate everybody. I'm a bad person, and I uh, I Whoa. am a big fan of Q. Because I'm Adam that, Todd Brown, and I like Q. That was Jeff May saying he likes Q. No, 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 no. Which, I was yeah. Adam. I was you don't even not Adam. like Q. You don't even, <laughs> you do even like Q. <laughs> Hey, also joining us, my co-host on a new podcast. I mean, it's not new. There's five episodes now, six episodes, called Pod 6, a podcast about the films of Spike Lee, which right now is only available on Patreon and Supercast, but it'll be out publicly soon. Sliceberg Slim, how's it going? Hey, what's up, Adam? What's up, Jeff? Hey, hey, what's going on, buddy? Not much, man. I like the Spike Lee shit y'all are doing. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, it's a, it's a fun podcast. We've been... Sure podcast oh wow that's very I'm rude bringing Jeff. The heat bitch you, you sure thought you are. were safe speaking of not being safe that's what we're talking about this week kind of in that uh we're talking about QAnon. QAnon? yeah this is bad it's yeah. very bad yeah this is going to be one of those episodes where we're going to get like a letter made out of like cut up magazines oh yeah probably <laughs> but i mean QAnon has so many targets already like we could almost we, we could kind of use the bump if we get on their radar like it might if only 10 percent really came for us and listened i mean yeah and i mean ad revenue alone would be out of control yeah listen yeah. all the way to the end so we get ad money please sliceberg have you been following the QAnon story at all uh on and off but uh your notes really caught me up the weirdest part i guess would be the the satanic baby blood drinking cobal yeah they're going they went retro with this Yes, that's the part that really they that's the that's the biggest flaw in this as they're going to go through is they went back to an old they went back to an old thing that we're kind of over at this point in time. People are like, it's satanic. And we're like, fuck, yeah. Are we over it, though? I mean, fucking Sabrina was a pretty popular show on Netflix. Like, I think people have just kind of been accepting. It's like, it's not what it is. But I mean, some people are still fucking crazy. Like, I get it. I get people are in the South. Yeah. But in general, people are like fucking being against Satan is like being against vaccines. So you're just like, are you still, <laughs> you still in this? You still so worried about this? This is a thing. Yeah. I mean, we'll make more comparisons to it at the end, but this is very similar to the satanic panic, which was a thing that happened in the eighties that had a lot of very real consequences for a lot of people. A lot of people went to prison over it. It was a craze that was sweeping the nation. They didn't have that angle. They were, might be even more dangerous. It'd be a little more grounded if they didn't go this route. Mm, yeah, Satan fever, baby. Catch it. Yeah, that is true. I mean, by by going the satanic route, they're going to pick up a lot of religious types. But there are some QAnon believers who only believe in one half, which is that there's a deep state plot against Donald Trump, but don't believe the cabal of international liberal elite sex traffickers, which I almost believe the second one more, but... We'll get to it. You don't have to believe either, by the way. Yeah, you don't have like <laughs> you're but, not being for- forced to choose between the two. Yeah, but there's way more evidence that sex trafficking happens on a global scale 
than this government working against Donald Trump? No. When you said a global scale, for some reason, it made me think about that rap from the middle of Black and White by Michael Jackson. <laughs> that Macaulay Culkin lip sank to in the video. That is, that is one of the reasons I will main, always maintain that song is garbage. That is a bad song. Bad. Of course it's a bad song. But I remember him saying, it's a turf war on a global <laughs> scale. And like the word phrase global scale, that triggers me back to watching that in Fox primetime. That was like some record executive, guy named Bruce Buttrell or something like that. You mean they couldn't get a real rapper for that? Anyone would have done a Michael Jackson song. Baby Face is a record executive, okay? Like, <laughs> right. you know, Master P <laughs> and Puff Daddy are, or Diddy, or P. Diddy, whatever it is. Like that's the thing, but what they're a, not white. What a, dumb, what a dumb old white guy thing for me to be like. What's Puff Daddy calling himself <laughs> these days? <laughs> My, whoa, whoa. So back to QAnon. If if you're unaware, the basic gist of this conspiracy theory is that the world is controlled by a cabal of Satan worshiping pedophiles who operate a global child sex trafficking ring when they aren't busy conspiring against the Trump presidency. And why are they conspiring against Trump? Because he's here to break up that global cabal of elite pedophiles. Well, he's in deep cover if he's trying to break up a cabal of elite pedophiles, because he is on the list. (laughs) Yeah, that's always my first objection to this idea is you think if you think there is a global network of elite pedophiles and think Trump isn't part of it, Come on. I've seen a lot of screenshots of people of, of Q message boards and stuff talking about how he has gone deep undercover and that that's what you have to do to break up this big. <laughs> and it's like, oh, wow. Is that the thing? Is it the thing? Is that what he's doing? You sure it's not because he likes to come in younger people? You sure that's not why he's doing it? He's not trying to fuck the, the children and the close to children. Yeah, I can't. I can't wait for the trailer for the Trump biopic in 20 years where it's like to stop pedophiles, he had to become a pedophile. And by that point in American history, everyone will just be like, Oh yeah, that that makes sense. Remember that? I remember when that happened. It was great. (laughs) So funny. An elite squad of pedophiles (laughs) sent in to take out the cabal team Soros pedophile police. (laughs) I do have questions about Tom Hanks though. I think we all do like a lot yeah that's the thing i've talked about tom hanks before and how hashtag believe women there is a girl on twitter named sarah ruth ashcraft who is adamant that she has been sexually abused by tom hanks and because it's vaguely related to pizzagate people are like shut up idiot no one believes you yeah you fucking you j-o what are your questions about tom hanks beyond that his Instagram page. Oh, what happens on his Instagram page? I don't, I'm not following Tom Hanks it's on Instagram. Naked kids. <laughs> it's fucking crazy because he's got the blue check mark. He does have the yeah. Um, it, he takes pictures of random things he finds like on the street, like a lot of pictures of kids' mittens, and it'll have like things in the uh, description saying uh, this child lost this mitten or things, just random items like a, a shoe or maybe a sock or a mitten that he finds along the way. Mm. Just has like weird little stories for each lost item. <laughs> I actually don't like that. Yes, it's odd. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I mean, he's like, well, there's a bad story here. <laughs> America's bad. <laughs> Tom Hanks, you lovable scamp. <laughs> Some of the other people, in addition to Tom Hanks, that have been accused of being part of this, Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, George Soros, Oprah Winfrey, Ellen DeGeneres, Pope Francis, and the Dalai Lama. Ellen DeGeneres, I believe. I'm going to believe, <laughs> uh, accidentally, Pope Francis. Uh, as as likable a guy as he is, if we want to talk about a global child sex trafficking ring, he is kind of in charge of one. <laughs> That is very true. I'm like, I'm not going to go to, I mean, he's a, he's for all intents and purposes under the guise of Catholicism. He's the most progressive Pope that has ever existed. I guess, you know, yeah, I would say that. I'm not going to go back into like the 1400s and be like, well, these ones didn't care about God. So they did whatever they wanted. It doesn't matter. He's pretty progressive as far as being in a relatively regressive religion. 
Um, but they still shuffle the kid fuckers around. They sure do. I mean, yeah. he doesn't, but you know, he can't see everything. Yeah, no, he just oversees it. On top of molesting and trafficking kids, these people also kill and eat their victims in order to extract a life-extending chemical called adrenochrome. We call this the Elizabeth Bathory system. What? You Elizabeth Bathory, Countess Bathory, we used to call her the Lady Dracula. She used to kill and torture young women and then bathe in their blood. Did I've it, heard a lot about things like that. It's super hot. Yeah, what kind of... Did she have like decent skin? Like maybe I would assume so. Yeah. Just the collagen alone inside of that would be crazy. Yeah. Keeping her young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This, if that sounds familiar, adrenochrome, it's a, a plot point in fear and loathing in Las Vegas, the book by Hunter S Thompson. So very reliable source that it's real. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, whole thing is just like political fan fiction gone crazy awry. Exactly. Yeah. That's basically what this is. So these QAnon believers think Trump was recruited by top military generals to run for president in 2016 so he could break up this conspiracy, end its control of politics and the media, and bring its members to justice. Well, if you know anything about the military, it's that they crack down hard on sexual assault. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Very... It makes sense. Very progressive in that way. So is this just the, is this the only thing that they really do with the conspiracy theories is Trump or, and the kid stuff or no, this, this is what's called an umbrella theory where it's got a whole bunch of other theories underneath it. And I think the second most dangerous conspiracy theory floating around out there, which is very similar to this one is flat earthers because both of those theories This one and the flat earth theory, if you peel all the layers away, one, they're both very anti-Semitic, but also very anti-science, which anti-science isn't a thing the world needs any more of right now. I mean, there was the vice presidential debates recently, and they said that we got to we got to not deny science and then immediately talked about how important fracking was. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Got to use science to kill science. (laughs) Yeah, and them, I think them latching on to all these other conspiracies is just them looking for new followers, basically. Like it's Yeah, man, that's the shotgun method. Kick open the door, you take one shot with the shotgun, you're going to hit something. Sure. They're just trying everything now, I guess. Have either of you read any of these QAnon posts? I've seen some. Yeah, they are fucking bananas, man. I have not yet. I, I get a lot of news on my Google feed about it every day. That's as much as I've heard about it. I haven't really deep dived into it yet but and that's the scary thing is that you're getting news about it in your google feed right i'm not even searching after google thinks i should know about it yeah that's (laughs) kind of the point yeah google thinks he's gonna need to see this yeah Yeah. that's that's the thing like the the whole point of this episode is that QAnon is a real thing which is not to say that it's true or that i believe what they're saying but it's a real thing like it's you do believe it's, yeah, I mean, we everyone on here believes, yeah, we're all yeah. diehard QAnon supporters, but it's definitely a thing we have to contend with in the world, whether it's real, whether it's true or not. It's becoming so mainstream. That's why we're talking about it this week, because there have been so many stories about it spreading in mainstream outlets recently. I liked it. I liked their earlier stuff before they went mainstream. <laughs> <laughs> they sold out. <laughs> They were bluesier and raw. I saw at the queue at Roxy in 2017. So, (laughs) This all started in 2017 when a post appeared on 4chan from an account called Q Clearance Patriot. It started on 4chan. Yeah, I I said that on a call-in show recently. Someone called in about a conspiracy theory, and they told me to check Reddit. And I'm like, if your primary source is Reddit or 4chan, we are already off to a bad start. Yeah. Like nothing good comes from either of those places. I would argue. I mean, Reddit has Reddit's pretty mainstream now. Yeah, it's pretty ubiquitous. Pretty yeah. sanitized. The libs got to them. <laughs> so the the person making these posts claimed to be a high-ranking military intelligence agent. Q is a security clearance level with access to classified information about Trump's effort to fight the cabal. Ooh, good job, Trump. Fight that cabal. And here's the thing, what, to what end 
would you leak this information to the public? There's no way if this was an effort that was actually underway that anyone would want it leaked to the public. Yeah, unless you're, you know, not all there. Yeah. yeah why would they tip their hat like that? Like, it's just that you don't, you don't, sh- I don't know, that doesn't make sense. That deck only hurt said movement. You got to play those cards pretty close to the chest. Yeah. I'm trying to down a global satanic child trafficking cabal. Well, that's and now you tip them off. That's one of the things that worries me the most about this, because if there's one thing we know uh, Trump is going to need just based on past history to really turn the United States into the authoritarian nightmare that we're heading toward, we're going to need a night of the long knives kind of situation where most of the opposition that could put a stop to it will be rounded up and dealt with somehow and this feels like promotion for that like they're trying to get a certain segment of the american population to be comfortable with trump rounding up political opponents and these are the motherfuckers that will be comfortable with trump rounding up political opponents and like the rest of us will be like this is a conspiracy theory it's not true but what are we gonna do are we gonna take to the streets and rescue hillary clinton yeah, those are unstable people with guns. Right. Yeah. That is really a frightening thing, the the amount of people that are mentally unstable that also have access to firearms. Because you kind of have to be like, all right, well, I guess you just kind of let them do their thing unless we can call these racist Republican cops over to try to help us. I'm sure they'll get right to it. Yeah. They're not- I think you have to have been institutionalized to be banned from buying a gun, right? Mm, yeah. I don't but think I don't think it's could- just a diagnosis. But there's also the the um, gun show loophole. So, like, you can get it. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. true. Do you have the same law in California that like we have here in Maryland? Um, if you have your marijuana card, then you can't get a gun. So it's almost like you got to make a decision. Either, either or. You want a gun or you want to smoke. Really? Yes. You can't have both here. That is specifically targeted to, uh, to black people, by the way. <laughs> that is, yes. Yeah, 100%. That is, a, that is a very racist law. Because I, I would argue that the the thing that is more dangerous in the hands of a gun owner is alcohol. Like, how many murders and suicides are also alcohol related? Like, that's not enough. Yeah, what? probably not, unfortunately. But so what this is all supposed to be culminating in, and that's why I bring up the Night of the Long Knives, is the storm, which is the moment where Trump finally unmasks the cabal punishes them for their crimes and restores America to greatness, baby. Mm. And he's going to mask himself. Right. How can he punish them without, I mean, if he even attempted to punish them, like someone's going to pull his card and like, what about what you did? I mean, there's no way he can get away with that kind of action knowing he has some involvement in it too. Yeah. That's the thing. This also sort of reminds me of what happened in Brazil where there had been this scandal that had been carrying this bribery scheme that had carried on for decades and decades involved politicians from both sides. And at one point the right in that country was like, Hey, we could probably just launch an investigation and take down the left over that scandal that we all know has been happening for decades and decades. And you would think that by them bringing that up, it would bring their involvement to the forefront. Also, Nope. They just, Managed to uh, pull off a coup, and now Jair Bolsonaro is president. That's what happens when you are fucking take the initiative. That's what that is. You're a (laughs) go-getter. That's the thing. I feel like these QAnon fucks are go-getters. Yeah. Well, a bunch of early birds here. The, The reason they call this the storm is because of a comment Trump made during a 2017 photo op with a bunch of military generals when he said, you guys know what this represents? Maybe it's the calm before the storm. That's it. That's why they think it's called the storm. I mean, that does sound like some kind of signal to some. It could be a signal. It could just be random Trump talk. But I could see where they took that and ran with it. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like you'd have to think differently than Trump to think that it's a signal. A signal. Yeah. I don't think he's exactly. smart enough to have signals. His signals are like standby. You're like, that's not a signal. That's just the words. <laughs> yeah. No one's sure who Q is. Or even if it's just one person. There's no way it's just one person. Uh, yeah. Like committee, right? I feel like it's an effort. I feel like I it's an it's... effort on the part of someone. I don't know. Do you think it's trolling? No. I think it's 
I, 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 that would be best case scenario. Well, I mean, kind of best case scenario. Could it have started as trolling, and then turned into, then it just snowballed into something a little more real, maybe? Yeah, I mean, that's possible. But now that it's as big as it is, someone, out of hand, yeah. someone is going to seize on that and use it to their advantage. And I just, I can't imagine a trolling effort taking off the way this did. Like, this seems like a really well-organized thing. Someone has thought about this. They know what to say to these people to rile them up. Like, there's there's effort behind this. And, like, for them. one of the things I think QAnon types should not discount is one thing we know about them is that they're the part of the population that is going to be most prone to political violence uh, on behalf of their leaders because we're talking, I mean, especially when you start bringing up things like child sex trafficking and whatnot, a lot of the, these Q drops that come out, that's what they call it when he posts, there've been nearly 5,000 of them. The way a lot of people, SoundCloud rapper. Yeah. that's, That's a lot. Yeah. He's prolific for sure. He's the prince of conspiracy theorists. Right, he's got a vault of theories just waiting <laughs> for his death, unreleased. <laughs> and the thing about these drops is they've been posted so many different places on the internet, and some of the sites, like 4chan, is actually a pretty hard site to use. It's not as simple as just logging on and making a post. So the way people, a lot of people, access these drops is by apps. There are apps that just kind of collate all of these Q drops into one, and then they send push notifications when there's another one. And if you're one of those people, don't discount that that could be an effort just to get some tabs on people like you. People that the government knows are unhinged lunatics who are prone to political violence. Every one of you with that app on your phone, they know where you are. Don't warn them, Adam. Let them have the app on the phone. Like, what are you doing? Don't blow up the spot. It's the only way we can track some of these motherfuckers. That is a good point. Like, I, I, maybe edit that I, out. Like, yeah, cut it this. Good that you have the app on your phone. Yeah. You get another app just in case the other one crashes. Tell your friends. There's like a there's like a cue voice for ways to track them the whole time. This feels kind of like a doomsday cult. Like that's one of the differences between this and regular conspiracy theory because. This Q figure keeps coming out and claiming the storm is coming and he keeps giving specific dates and claims there's government reports that are coming out that are going to reveal the existence of this cabal. And every time he gives one of these dates, it just comes and goes and nothing happens. How funny would that be if it was like a rapper and then like he's like coming June 15th and then June 15th, it's this fucking album drops. New Jadakiss album. Best street team ever. (laughs) <laughs> absolutely absolutely yeah. absolutely yeah this is you can't be taking a promo <laughs> this is exactly how like trent reznor would have promoted an album in 2002 <laughs> yeah, just doing drops in, on on zip drives and shit oh, wait you said five thousand drops as of 10 minutes ago like that means there's some being released right now as we speak probably like, how often is he are they doing this yeah that's a lot of that's a lot of days yeah it's definitely yeah. more days than there have been since 2017 yeah i'm like i'm like doing the math in my head i'm like oh that's like a bunch of years of drop it's like 20 years yeah, yeah. Eight, 17 years or something like that in three years tom and not a single one has amounted to anything and people are still like still it's coming wow that's a dedicated fan base yeah yeah if this you know, is just trolling some artist should be the one to jump in and harness this the storm you know, is finally here it's just a single with Ariana Grande on it. Wow. It's a good pick. Yeah. It's a snag. Yeah. It's weird that they can just be like, no, this is fine that they're always wrong because it's building up to something. Like, is it building up to something? Yeah. It's that- almost bad if it doesn't because that's a lot of people disappointed. They're going to be yeah. ready to take action. This is it's this is conspiracy edging. Uh, this is be bad. It's tantric conspiracy theory. <laughs> yeah, the thing about this too is it's huge. They have so many. Like, there's no way to know how many actual QAnon followers there are. There's not like a national registry 
unless you downloaded that app, in which case you're on one for sure. But some of the most popular QAnon groups on Facebook have more than 100,000 members each. Twitter recently announced it was taking action against 150,000 QAnon-related Twitter accounts. What's it doing? Promoting their tweets? Yeah, probably. Mm. Putting them up as sponsored tweets. Next to Meow Mix and shit. <laughs> once, you, once, you, once you block all the advertisers that are getting sponsored shit, that's when you get like weird sponsored ads. <laughs> you ever see some of that shit? Once you start blocking shit like fucking Friskies and Burger King and like once all the like major labels are blocked and all your sponsored ads are like really <laughs> weird fucking tweets. <laughs> According to an internal Facebook study, at least as reported by NBC News, they concluded that there were thousands of QAnon groups with millions of members between them, which is a lot. That's a whole lot. It's not not a lot of people. And How many of them do you think are in America? Most. Because as we'll talk about later, this didn't really take off globally until coronavirus started. Before yeah, that. This could be an interesting Russian op. Yeah, that's, I mean, I know, especially on the left, we've gotten really fond of saying stop seeing Russia and everything, but... That's kind of Russia's job is to undermine us as a country. Like, I feel like you should see Russia in stuff first and then move and on. Out Russia. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's like a flow chart. See some crazy shit. Is it Russia? If you right. continue, if no, move on. Yeah. This could very easily be Russia. And what's also scary about it is it it's starting to bleed over into real life. And that's because it's a conspiracy theory that identifies suspects and people who are just out living in the world. And these followers sometimes go track those people down. Case in point, last year, a QAnon believer named Anthony Camello murdered a mob boss, which I don't remember hearing about this. No, but it is fucking bananas, man. Yeah. The, the mob boss's name was Francesco Frankie Boy Cali, which... It's a very mob boss name. Well done, sir. Yeah. Gumats, huh? <laughs> and he believed Callie to be a member of the deep state cabal that's conspiring against Trump, showed up at his house to execute a citizen's arrest and turn Callie over to the military. For some reason, Callie objected to all of this. And when he did, Camelo pulled out a gun and shot him to death. He's like the Punisher, but you know. I was thinking that too. Yeah. So some Frank Castle shit. Yeah. Frank Quassel. <laughs> yeah. This guy's some balls on him to go to a gangster's home and try to execute a citizen's arrest. He should have been a shot on sight. Yeah, this is the this is the the fucking this is like a, a, a prologue to an episode of like Law and Order. <laughs> yeah, it is. Like this is a real ripped from the headline situation. Cause this is this is like an unbelievable thing. Right. And it's strange that they're we're weaponizing the mentally ill against a mob boss. Wow. Yeah, it's one of those developments that if it happened in a movie, you'd be like, okay, a mob boss is going to have so much security. Yeah. You're not getting a Tony Soprano there. You're not just going to talk this guy out of his house and then shoot him. But that's exactly what happened. It does blow my mind that he didn't have more security than that, though. Well, you, you know, if that's not how the mob works, though. You, you don't really have like a... It's This isn't Columbia. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, if he wasn't crazy... He would have to take over that that family. I mean, he just killed. He just <laughs> that guy had enemies. They did. He did what his enemies couldn't do. Yeah, like he, he should have. He walked, runs some shit now. He should have just walked in the house and been like, "I'm dad now." Sorry, right. that's his shit now. He took over. Point me to the cabal dungeons. <laughs> oh, this dude's like kind of young looking. He's young. He is young. He's young and athletic looking. That's the oh, thing. A man, lot of that's... most of these QAnon dudes just look like normal people like they're like yeah. the cia you're not just gonna spot them he they had blend in. yeah if you look he was 25 and um uh in uh, what to, it looks like december of uh 2019 at his arraignment or trial or whatever there's a photo and i don't know if you've looked at it but he's literally he's got q in blue bic pen written on his palm yeah wow yeah wow. this is this is a quote from his lawyer Mr. Camello became certain that he was enjoying the protection of President Trump himself and that he had the president's full support. And yeah, he just he looks like a normal dude. Like, I mean, not to stigmatize mental illness, like 
most of the time you can't look at a person and tell they have a mental illness. But (laughs) this guy, like you wouldn't, you would not see it coming at all. And because of that, his lawyer argued that he should be hospitalized instead of imprisoned. And the courts agreed. He was transferred to a mental hospital in June of this year. Because yeah, he, I don't think you're going to last in a prison after you kill a mob boss. Yeah, and, and also he laughs in your oatmeal. And if you're doing it because you think you have the blessing of President Trump, you probably are pretty crazy. Um, you probably have the blessing of President Trump. Yeah, not that he didn't have the blessing, but why was that mob boss answering his own door? I just can't get over that. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Does he not have a ring doorbell that he I, that fell I, off a truck? I think we really sort of glamorize what the mob and the mafia does with their life. I guess. Yeah. And they, they just, they kind of, I mean, it's kind of a nine to five thing. They're not trying to call attention to themselves. Like, you know, they might live in a decent place or whatever, but they're not, you saw McMillions. You saw how it works. Yeah. Yeah. We all saw McMillions. (laughs) Yeah. My favorite thing about McMillions is in the very beginning, they're interviewing this FBI guy who says, well, at the Jacksonville office at the time this happened, there wasn't much going on. And it's like one of the 9-11 hijackers trained in Jacksonville and would have been training at that exact moment. There was stuff going on. Yeah, that guy was that guy was a real fun asshole. I fucking hated <laughs> that, that guy. Period. They were like, mm, he was pretty energetic. And then you look at him and it's like, oh, this is like, like a, vars- a, a varsity assistant football coach. Yeah, like but that, in the FBI. As, you get from that's him. exactly what he looked like. Yeah. <laughs> So it turns out coronavirus is making this QAnon thing even worse. Get the H out of here, Adam. Yeah, as it turns out, with uh, millions and millions of people stuck inside for months with limited entertainment options, sent a lot of people going down QAnon rabbit holes. A recent article in the Wall Street Journal found that membership in 10 of the largest QAnon Facebook groups had grown by more than 600% since the start of lockdowns. No wonder he keeps dropping content. He's an influencer. He is. Yeah. I hope. I wish I had his numbers. I hope he doesn't tell people to vote. Shit, that man. Post a problem. Post a naked selfie on Instagram. It would be really nice if it was the big twist, and he was like, "It's important that you all vote for Joe Biden," and I can't explain why. Like, if there was somebody who was like a really good hacker, like that would be pretty funny. Yeah. Do that just turns out this was a democrat operation the whole time it started a year after the election from hillary so it could be the long con yeah yep change my mind vote for biden no it's important that you vote for biden for the whole plans (laughs) trump has to leave in order for him to finally execute his his, the storm (laughs) yeah and this is the point coronavirus is the point where this took off around the globe uh the popularity of qanon has especially skyrocketed in Europe with Germany, Italy, France, and the UK having the highest engagement with QAnon among their citizens. Germany, you say? Go figure, right? QAnon all over the world. (laughs) That's on brand. (laughs) According to a CNN study of overseas QAnon groups, they logged a total of 12.8 million interactions between the beginning of the year and the last week of September. Most of that happened since March when coronavirus started spreading across Europe. They've seen the same thing in Peru, in Berlin, where these spikes in QAnon engagement correlate with lockdown protests or coronavirus starting to spread. So this is people looking for an explanation for everything that's happening in the world right now, which is what a lot of conspiracy theories are. But this one is just especially dangerous. It's hard too to, especially when the person in charge doesn't take it seriously, that you're kind of now starting to look for cracks in the fucking ceiling here. Right. People are going to be looking for that. Yeah. And especially now that Trump has had it, but we'll get to it. But because of all that, I think it's safe to say QAnon is a real thing. And like I said, that doesn't mean it's true, just that it's real. It's the same thing as God. Like, Science and facts don't matter when it comes to God. All that matters is that millions and millions and millions of people all over the world have faith in God. And so it's the influence. Yeah. And they live their lives accordingly. And that means God is a force in the world that you have to contend with, whether you believe or not. And QAnon is the same thing. Like, you don't have to believe 
that Hillary Clinton eats children to keep her powers, which she didn't even beat Trump in yeah, a presidential power. election. What powers? The powers of a 65 year old woman. Yeah. Yeah. It, it didn't work. Yeah, she ain't flying. <laughs> yeah. But you don't have to believe she's eating kids to maintain her powers in order to acknowledge that QAnon is a real thing. And it's a real problem. I know it seems funny. Like it seems funny, but it's not. Well, it is funny. Like it's dangerous, but also funny. Yeah. It's, it's funny in the way a person falling on ice is funny. I was just literally going to say that as my reason of what it is. Like watch somebody fall down on ice. Like it's funny, but you hope it doesn't affect you. Yeah. And (laughs) once you, once you confirm they're not injured, it's a hoot. Yes. But we haven't confirmed America won't be gravely injured by this. It's like watching mob bosses slip on the ice, you know? <laughs> hey, watch for that patch of a uh, crazy person in Frankie boy. I think we've established mob bosses have better security than that. Their people would keep them from falling on ice. We have established that that is not the, tr- the case. I don't remember I that. their doors. I'm going to have to go do a full rewatch of The Sopranos to find any moments of ice. See how it goes. And speaking of religion that's how a lot of these QAnon types treat this there's we'll link to a bunch of articles that we read for this one of them is from the Atlantic and in that article they talk to a few different hardcore QAnon believers and you'll see these people say things like I feel God led me to Q I really feel like God pushed me in this direction like this is a religion to people and It's also pointed out in that same article, and I found this especially interesting and troubling, QAnon right now has more followers by far than the Seventh-day Adventists or the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints had in their early decades. And those are both religious movements that were born in the United States, and they're still thriving to this day. Those are scary numbers. And it's a scary thing. they got them so quick. Yeah, like if Scientology can thrive here and become as powerful as it at least was for a while, there's no reason QAnon can't. So eventually it'll be a QAnon church. It's coming. Or a, a building of some sort. <laughs> or a QAnon political party. I mean, it's we kind of are having that already. Yeah, that lady you mentioned, uh, Marjorie. I forgot her last name. She's yeah. a problem. Yeah, her name is Marjorie Taylor Green. That's, that's the other way this is becoming a very real thing. Adam, it's pronounced Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <laughs> He's he's super pro QAnon. I know that for sure. JTT. <laughs> but this is already infiltrating politics. Several QAnon affiliated candidates have won congressional primaries already, including Joe Ray Perkins in Oregon, Lauren Boebert in Colorado, and Marjorie Taylor Greene in Georgia. Marjorie Taylor Greene is expected to win. All of these names sound like when you like read stories about serial killers. Like these all have serial killer names. Yeah, especially yeah, Joe Ray Perkins. Joe oh, Ray yeah. Perkins killed three people in a fucking DMV. Yeah. Joe Ray Perkins is the guy who actually shot MLK. Like, that's what <laughs> that, that sounds name, right. Yeah, that's what that name sounds like. But Marjorie Taylor Greene is expected to win. She has to still survive a runoff against a Republican challenger, but she has no Democratic challenger and is expected to win that runoff. This is an actual quote from one of her campaign videos. There's a a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to take this global cabal of Satan-worshipping pedophiles out, and I think we have the president to do it. (sighs) She also described the 2018 midterms as an Islamic invasion of our government. She compared Black Lives Matter to the KKK and (sighs) is quoted as saying, the most mistreated group of people in the United States today are white males. Hey, this is... uh... Imagine being that this part, like one of their children and just being like, I don't even, I don't even fucking know, man. And she does have that. kids and she describes yeah. them as both very liberal. Yeah. That's wow. that Claudia Conway shit. Get him a TikTok. Yeah. That Claudia Conway TikTok shit is great. I fucking love that. It's that generation is so fucking great. They are, they are fucking Muhammad Ali dancing circles around their parents. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this woman's going to be in Congress in America. Very soon. At least That's it's not issue. a very vulnerable state she's in. Yeah. Georgia on my mind. And uh, she is just one of dozens of QAnon supporters running for office. So far this election cycle, more than 
80 supporters of QAnon have run or are running for national office. And I think like another 20 are running for state office around the country. Which is extra dangerous. Yeah. They're infiltrating pretty quick. It is happening really fast. Like, how long was the Tea Party around before they started winning elections? I mean, it was pretty quick. Like, they were winning elections within a few months, I think, of showing up and being like, this is a problem. We don't want to pay taxes. And yeah, like this is a this is like this is a lot like the Tea Party surge, except if you replaced selfish assholes with unstable assholes. Yeah, yeah. it's worse. Yeah, like yeah, the Tea Party is just you're a you're a libertarian that wants to call themselves a Republican because nobody votes for libertarians. <laughs> yeah, point. and think about how far the Tea Party made it into politics. Like fucking Ed Cruz was a Tea Party Republican. Yeah, Wisconsin elected a Tea Party governor at one point. <sighs> so. How unrealistic is it that we could just see, especially Midwest states, red states that are especially supportive of Trump? Are we really that far away from them supporting QAnon candidates in a big, big way? I feel like we're not. It's just, it's, just, it's so upsetting. Yeah. Uh, that's why I left Facebook pretty much. Yeah. Facebook. You, you still on Facebook, Sliceberg? No way. It's oh. been uh, three years. Nice. Don't go to it. Yeah, all I do is I'll pop on whenever I have to promote something and be like, check this out. Bye. <laughs> yeah, I mostly do that on Twitter now. Like I can't stomach Facebook, especially because it's spreading shit like this. Like Facebook. I mean, they say they're going to go after these groups, but how can they? Like it's they're going to just pop back up, I would assume. But we'll see. <laughs> Hi, we're two non-doctors. I'm Liz Mealy. I'm Maria Shahada. We have a podcast. I don't know how we got it. Well, we're comedians. We stopped getting actual stage time, so we turned to the internet. We Um, have a lot of questions about health. We talk about what we want to know more about, and then we ask our fans to tell us if we're right. And we're very rarely right. We're never right. We've been learning a lot through Google. Our first episode is about Maria having misophonia, to me discussing dyslexia, stuff that people feel like they know a little bit about and want to know more about, to us discovering stuff neither of us knew much about like asmr my mom's on the show my mom is a veterinarian i'm pretty sure she's gonna replace us at some point we are on the unpops network they saw our potential and was like we think someday you guys will actually have value (laughs) which is an unpopular opinion (laughs) do not doctors don't Don't listen to us (laughs) seriously guys we don't know what we're talking about for more reading on how very real the potential for this to become a huge and powerful force in the country really is Read the article QAnon, Blood Libel, and the Satanic Panic on NewRepublic.com by Talia Lavin. I lived through the Satanic Panic. Yeah, I was like, I mean, I was alive through it, but it really, like my parents would like, I remember my mom telling me to like, just be careful. Yeah, I remember Dungeons and Dragons becoming a thing. I wasn't allowed to watch that cartoon as a kid. Yeah. Really? How bad was the Satanic Panic? Like, I, I was born like 81, so I don't. Same. Same. So I was more, we were more like talking about stranger danger than I guess the devil type shit, but it it was kind of there. Yeah. We, we, we dealt with a lot of pop rocks danger. Yes. I remember that. The, the satanic panic was very real and no one questioned it. Like it was a very mainstream thing. Like Oprah wasn't around at the time, but like Sally, Jesse, Raphael, Donahue, they would have a big thing about it. Like they would, cover it on their shows and it was this idea that all across the country preschools and daycares were performing satanic rituals with children and no one ever stopped to question like okay so the parents who dropped that kid off who was killed in a ritual they haven't reported that to police like that's not how come we haven't heard about missing kids and like spark this like a movie well i mean people are stupid and the devil is the bad guy in a lot of stuff well, there's also a group. I don't remember their name. There's a documentary you can watch called The Syndrome, which is about shaken baby syndrome, which is basically the satanic panic part two, because shaken baby syndrome was mostly a myth and people are still going to prison over it today. And the same group that pushed the satanic panic, which is this group that's ostensibly meant to protect children. When we finally outgrew the satanic panic, they started locking people up for shaken baby syndrome. So whether this group is government related or not, I don't know, but there was a specific group that 
really brought the satanic panic to the public consciousness. And pretty intense. The claims they were making, like at one point there was a story about someone slaughtering a giraffe in a satanic ritual. And it's like, how do where where do you that think they like got a, a gir- where did they get a giraffe? But yeah, that seems like something to see. Can they get away with it? Yeah, like how would they get a giraffe? How would you get a giraffe in a preschool? That's that's some preschool. Yeah. I mean, that would be a big day. That day would go south real fast for those kids. <laughs> yeah. See a giraffe coming in. That's a fuck. That's a highlight of your life. And then, ooh, it is. Things are gonna <laughs> and like gonna be bad. America in general just believed all this. Like we really got whipped into a frenzy of believing that daycare operators all over the country were ritualistically abusing kids and hundreds of people went to prison over it. And pretty much all of those cases were eventually dropped and the people were let out of prison. Although there are a couple people still in prison over it and it's all bullshit. The McMartin preschool trial was the big one. Yeah. And in like that, doing some quick research on this as well. And then it's fa- the Children's Institution, Children's Institute International. That might be the group. As well, developed a new way to interrogate children with anatomically correct dolls. Show me on the doll where they hurt you. Mm-hmm. Where that comes from. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. yeah and it, lots of people went to jail over it. And like, we just believed it. People just wholeheartedly believed that this was happening on a wide scale. So it's not that crazy to suggest that maybe these QAnon types could get whipped up into a similar frenzy. And like the satanic panic took down a few hundred people. That's all QAnon's trying to take down. Like they're not trying to inspire mass arrests of hundreds of thousands of people. They're not targeting a minority group. They're not targeting any specific group. There is an actual, yeah, well, that's the thing. There's like a list of about a hundred or so people that they're they're, casting a wide net. They're going to catch something is on that list. I believe. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Chrissy Teigen and John legend are both on the list and they're, I mean, they're basically targeting people who support left leaning causes and have a lot of money and have the ability to promote those causes. And that's why I'm worried that this could end up being a night of the long knives kind of thing where they get enough people in this country on board with this idea. And then they're like, let's do it. Let's arrest our political opponents. And like, at that point, what do we do? What can you do? Like if the, got the long knives, if the government has been molded in Trump's image enough that they'll sign off on doing that, we're done. Like we're, we're fucked. We are fucked and this is a really common like the that same talia lavin article it identifies examples of this happening all throughout history it especially happened to jews if you can believe that uh out of here right there's a since when have we ever uh, there's a story involving a kid named william of norwich he was a young boy who was found dead in the woods of england in the year 1144 Rumors spread that his death was the result of a ritual performed by Jews to mock Christians. That same account started another rumor that claimed it wasn't an isolated incident and said this. In the ancient writings of his fathers, it was written that the Jews, without the shedding of of human blood, could neither obtain their freedom nor could they ever return to their fatherland. Hence, it was laid down by them in ancient times that every year, They must sacrifice a Christian in some part of the world to the most high God in scorn and contempt of Christ. Yeah. So here's the thing. Like this was such a common practice. Generally speaking, um, pogroms, which are sort of the ritualistic uh, riots against the Jewish people in villages and things like that happen very, um, they're very common, especially in the middle ages, Um, common in Russia up until like, like Tuesday um during the black death famously jewish scapegoating was so common that it actually made it into the eighth grade textbook that i was using so the use the the book i was using for children they were like and by the way here's how fucked up this was like they added that in there and it was like gee yeah even holt thought that was important information um it's kind of where we get the whole poisoning the well idea like the phrase poison the well was like that's used to blame jews you generally for um starting pandemics uh many of them were lynched uh usually 
they would kind of say that they were an affront to God because they violated usury laws and shit like that. It was a whole ass thing. Um, It's real dark shit. And it's so common. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, that quote from the, the thing that happened in 1144, that sounds exactly like QAnon. Like that is what QAnon believes is that the elites are harvesting the blood of children so they can drink it and maintain their powers. And there's actually a word for all of this, or a phrase, nocturnal ritual fantasy, which is a term coined by historian Norman Cohn in his book about the European witch trials called Europe's Inner Demons. It's a recurring trope in Western history and a politically useful one used by the Romans against early Christians, Christians against Jews, Christians against witches, Catholics against heretics, on and on and on. Happy Halloween. Right? And all it is is a malleable set of accusations that posit that a social outgroup is engaged in perverse ritualistic behaviors that target innocence and that the group and all of its enablers must be crushed. That's QAnon. Yeah. More like crushing on. <laughs> Give me a thousand dollars. And that, like that does lead me to believe this is being led by a government. I don't know what government, but it feels like a government thing. This feels like a targeted operation meant to eventually take out political opponents. And we as a country have a history of falling for it. Well, who among us right, hasn't gone down the conspiracy rabbit hole and fooled by a government? It's crazy that even in 1144, like, we never learned from this shit. Never. I mean, some of us do. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, the reason that you teach children history is so that when they learn that this shit happened in 1144, they don't do it in 20 fucking 20. Right. And I feel like now we're, we're living in a time now that in 2090, we're going to be in a textbook, how fucked up this was. Oh, 1000%. There's a lot happening this year. That's going to end up in textbooks. Yeah. I honestly genuinely, genuinely feel like there's going to be photos of people outdoor dining or at outdoor comedy shows. And they're and, and or it's going to be like, here are examples of how people didn't take it seriously. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Especially those comedy shows. Come on. We can wait, comedians. Comedians, you've been making more money doing Zoom shows than live shows. Come on. Let's be honest. Yeah. 100%. You don't have to drive to them for one thing. But uh, just to give you an idea how back to the satanic panic for a second. This is a really interesting quote from that same Talia Lavin article. She interviewed a woman named Debbie Nathan, who covered the satanic panic back when it happened. And she tells this story about a father who had a kid at one of these preschools where the owners were accused of ritualistic abuse. And one of the owners had very solid alibi evidence that he was far, far away from this school when the things he was accused of were alleged to have happened. And this father's response to that evidence was, He could have been in two places at once because he is a Satanist and Satanists have that ability. That was like mainstream thinking in the United States in the mid eighties. So it's not impossible that we could get whipped into that same kind of frenzy again. Was there a proof of of these ritualistic, like of the pictures we can go to look at what happened? Like, how is this even a thing? It doesn't prove there are statements. I believe there was like even an FBI agent that was like tasked to this that goes while he's sure that there are rituals like, you know, Wicca or satanic rituals. He's like, it is not what this is like. This is not what you believe it to be. Like he was like, you can't say that there are no rituals where people fucking wear robes in the woods, but this ain't it. Well, it's the same as QAnon. Like, of course, sex trafficking happens. And it happens to children and it happens all around the world. But that doesn't mean it's specifically the enemies of Donald Trump that are doing it. Like this is clearly a targeted political thing. Yeah, it's weird that they the one thing that switched is Donald Trump's opinion on child sex trafficking. Yeah, <laughs> that's the one thing that's just one of these things is not like the other. All right. <laughs> Donald Trump is a huge fan of child sex is what we're getting at. You get it? You see? You get what I'm talking about there, Adam? Adam Sliceberg? I get it. Yeah. I get what you're putting down, I Jeff. I see it. And he does, he does sex at children. So with all of this in mind, with everything 
we know about how big QAnon has gotten, their willingness to go out into the world and act on these beliefs. What happens if Trump dies in office like that? I, I know we we act like we want it to happen, but what are these people going to do? Because that's the thing. Trump getting coronavirus, there is no good outcome. Either he dies and these people think he was murdered by a group of elites that they will go out into the streets and hunt down, or he lives and every, all of his supporters go, oh yeah, coronavirus isn't that bad. What you're going to do, brother, when the Trumpster runs dead on <laughs> you come November 2020, brother. <laughs> But I think even beyond him having coronavirus, what happens if he loses the election? Like, oh, we already know he's not going to he's not going to give in. I mean, if you watch the VP debate when they asked Mike Pence to commit to a peaceful transfer of power, he was like, but what about the Russia investigation? So, like, he wouldn't even say, yeah, of course, like, we'll do what every president is supposed to do and give up office if we lose. He was like, yeah, that's a question I'm really? going to dodge. I, I like how we're like, are you going to play by the rules this time, finally? And he's like, no. And we're like, ah, okay. And like, these are the people when Trump and Mike Pence decide they're not going to leave office. These are the people that are going to come out into the streets in support of that. And they will come out. Because one thing, a lot of them are a bunch of former cops or a bunch of cops. Like there was just a police station last week that was flying a Trump campaign flag outside of its police station like and especially with all the talk of defunding police like that's who's going to be in the streets if trump loses the election it's going to be cops and QAnon people and oh man two famously stable groups exactly yeah that is not going to be good for me <laughs> no no you're not you're we can blend if i can be honest like yeah uh... i can i can just fall in walk yeah. until i get to my bus stop just joking i don't take the bus during coronavirus <laughs> crazy i just take my sleeves off and wear a bandana yeah like, <laughs> guy gets it and uh like just as i was researching this like putting the finishing touches on the notes two news stories broke one six men were charged today in a plot to kidnap the governor of michigan gretchen whitmer and it was a detailed plot. They were carrying out surveillance on her vacation home. They had plans to uh, set off a bomb to divert police. And the only reason they got caught is they were dumb enough to get infiltrated by the FBI and just had Amateurs. an FBI agent in their midst the whole time. But also news that broke just today, a grand jury in a tiny county in Texas just indicted Netflix for distribution of lewd material over the film Cuties, which QAnon and Pizzagate types flipped out over earlier this year. Wow. I thought this died down. This, this Wow. Okay. They really went with not, this. Not in tiny towns in Texas. Like, what do you, if you're Netflix, what do you do? Be like, shut the fuck up. That's like, the thing. Like when some fucking butt lick back hole of, of a, fucking jerk water town in texas like we're gonna get some justice, some justice on netflix yeah i mean it's this probably not gonna amount to anything but it is a pretty clear sign that this lot just this general line of thinking is becoming way more mainstream than we want to believe does that mean you have to like sue a and e for or bravo or whoever did dance moms yeah that's shows like that was the just most delicious thing about this controversy is like dance moms was on for 10 years, sexualizing six year olds. And now this one movie, which is sending a message that is directly in opposition to that idea. Now yeah. we're mad. Yeah. Cause surprise, you only saw one picture and you reacted cause you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah, maybe I, Netflix will do that. Maybe, maybe they'll take over as president. <laughs> at this point i'd rather can't be any worse either netflix would be fine or like just no president for a while like let's just sit sit out a few years out see how it goes it's not it's not let that that kind of feels like senate would be in charge and i don't i don't think that's a good idea right now yeah that's true too then you got mitch mcconnell making some moves yeah you don't want that yeah there's really no good options here no this is gonna be an interesting end to the year I am fascinated to see what happens with this election, especially if Trump loses. Like, it's not going to be normal. Like, it's not. 
I know we'll celebrate, and I def- I obviously want Trump to lose, but yeah. it's not going to just be over if Trump yeah. loses this election. Well, do you think the military is going to drag him out? They've sort of implied that. They would have to. Have they? Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's, it's their job to do that. So that then that'll be fun. If you want to talk about homegrown terrorism, just watch the American military dragging their fucking hero out into the streets, potentially in cuffs. Yeah. You see what's going to happen. You see how many fucking IEDs are going to start being deployed in fucking Kentucky. Yeah, it'll be chaos. And that is what it would have to come to is the military would have to intervene. And like before he got coronavirus, I would say his last line of defense then would be the Secret Service. But with him making Secret Service get in that car while he was red hot with coronavirus and all those Secret Service agents after were like, fuck him. He doesn't care about us. They're not going to stop the military from taking Trump. (laughs) Once January hits, those Secret Service owes him nothing, no allegiance, right? Right. The job ends officially. I know you get a detail afterwards, but you are not commander in chief anymore. Right. Come on, Treasury. Do your fucking job. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know, man. Well, hey, all I know is it's exciting. It's it's quite a time to be alive. A real hoot. I worried about the China situation. That scares me, too. Yeah. I mean, that's that's. A whole other thing that could yeah. result from Trump and coronavirus is him being like, China did this. Mike Pence said that in the yeah. VP debate. He said China did this and they need to be held accountable. Here's your October he surprise. Like, he shouldn't talk like that. Like, that's so inflammatory. It really is because China oh, yeah, huh? could hear that and be like, oh, well, how about we act first? Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, this government has been so big on protocol that it's about time. And they knocked it out of the park. Well, this has been fun. This has been a really fun episode. This has been dark. This is one of those episodes you leave worse than you entered. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's no there's no good conclusion here. There's not like I can't say anything reassuring about this. It's not real. I, I think people should be more worried about this than they are personally. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> What do you got to plug? Hey, yeah. So that's our episode. I guess vote. we should. How about, how about vote? Vote. Yeah. Please vote. Vote, vote for Biden. Vote Not for... even vote. Vote for Biden. If you're going to vote for Trump, don't do that. And just, yeah. I don't know. Fucking... If you're going to vote for Trump, wait till December. Yeah. Throw it in as a, <laughs> a little, little nod. He'll probably still stocking, count it. A stocking stuffer. <laughs> uh, well, been great. Yeah, this has been fun. What do we have to plug? The last Unpops live show just passed, and it was so much fun. It was the best. Thank Solid you. Solid hosting. Thank you, everyone who Good show. came out and watched. We appreciate it. Uh, the next one will be about a week after the next election, second Friday of the month. So Might not be happening. Yeah. We will <laughs> be in quite a state by then. But uh, that's a, I, don't, I don't have anything to plug. Sliceberg, what do you got to plug? Um, check me out. Follow me on Instagram. Um, I'll have some new music on there, like weekly. So, um, follow me to listen to some new tunes. Very nice. What's your What's your at? Oh, let me spell it. Uh, Sliceberg Slim S L I C E B E R G S L I M. Right. A lot going on there. It, it's a mouthful. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jeff, do you have anything to plug? Sideshow, Sideshow, the second Tuesday is every other Tuesday, excuse me. Sideshow, Sideshow is every other Tuesday with uh, Sideshow Collectibles. You can also check out Tom and Jeff Watch Batman on Gamefully Unemployed. Uh, and then that's it. You don't even like sports? You're on on Pops. You should be listening to it. Sports podcast for people who don't even like sports. Like Jeff, who doesn't even like sports. You don't even like sports. No, you. Like, uh, Sliceberg, you don't even like sports. I don't even like sports, but that Tony Stewart episode was... <laughs> Tony, that shit was crazy. Tony Stewart killed the guy. Tony Stewart That's, killed a guy. Wow. That needs to be. Oh, hey, we need to make shirts. <laughs> what, we need to. Is make, it going to be the his the, car kind of skidding into him? No, a little I don't bit? Wanna, that's that's taste. Yeah, you could do you could do like the Tony Stewart logo, you know, like you could make it look like a Tony Stewart shirt. But under it, you just wrote killed a guy. <laughs> We should 100% do that. (laughs) I used to, during the Bush administration, I had a t-shirt that said, please don't kill Bill O'Reilly, but please don't was in really tiny font way up at the top of the shirt. (laughs) And then the kill Bill O'Reilly was in huge, huge letters. Where is that shirt? (laughs) It was a great shirt. That is dope. I don't remember what happened to it. 
All right. Well, you that's Adam's plug. Please don't kill Bill O'Reilly. Please don't. I mean, up to you. Okay, well, bye. Hey, Sliceberg, say goodbye. Goodbye. Jeff, say goodbye again. I already did. I'm not going to do it twice. God damn it. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. Bye.